Welcome to The First Tee. I'm your host, Baker Weich. On this show, we sit down with Country Day alum, Stephanie Harner, and talk about her success on the course. Ms. Harner attended Wake Forest in college to play golf and even went pro. She's now a teacher here at Country Day and is the head coach of the girls' golf team. You'll also hear from students who play the game and find out how they feel about the new Live Tour as pros travel the globe to make more money. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back with the first tee. I'm in the Charlotte Country Day recording studio with Stephanie Harner. Ms. Harner has been very successful on the golf course, attending Wake Forest for golf, winning the Carolina Amateur three times, and even going to the professional level. She is now the head coach of the girls' golf team here at Country Day and also teaches Latin at the school. In addition, she is a graduate from Country Day. Thank you for joining us, Ms. Harner. Happy to have you on here. Thanks. Uh, so first question, who introduced you to golf? My parents. I uh, grew up as kind of the baby in the house, uh, youngest child, and they played golf. And so I went to the golf course with them. Didn't really know that other three, four, five-year-olds weren't doing that on a regular basis. So, um, you know, fun family photo album has me sleeping in the golf cart and you know, holding the flag, but yeah, definitely credit it to uh, my parents' favorite hobby, and they shared it with me. All right. What did you like about golf to stick with it and pursue it more? So, um, that That's a real clear story for me. Um, I mean, I, I did play uh, junior. I had access to uh, some instruction when I was young and was able to play with mostly boys um, and, you know, take some group lessons and have some little play days uh, uh, at the course where I grew up, but my mom took me out of town to play a tournament in Pinehurst uh, when I was 12, and I thought that was great because we got to stay yeah. at a nice hotel and have a nice dinner, and uh, I met some other girls who play golf, and, and that's kind of when it really clicked for me. Awesome. So how was your high school golf experience at Country Day? It was great. It was unique um, because I played on uh, the, the team, which was the boys' team. Right. At that point, obviously, uh, Coach Plyler, who a lot of uh, our audience uh, knows and knows dearly, um, you know, was a beloved coach and teacher here for 40-plus years, and so he was my coach um, at the high school level. I actually played for Carl Bolick at the middle school level, and it, uh, you know, it was challenging to be the only girl. There were, there yeah. were some ups and downs um, with that or, or how to handle it and how to explain it, but looking back, you know, all the students, um, you know, all my classmates that I interacted with and, and certainly my coaches were very welcoming and encouraging and empowering. And, uh, and in the end, we all just enjoyed playing golf and, and that was the main thing. When did you know you wanted to take that next step to try and compete at the highest level collegially and professionally? Sometime in the middle of high school, you know, maybe, maybe ninth, 10th grade. Okay. And, uh, competitively, you know, I was, I was kind of becoming more consistent. And at that point, um, golf, like like some other sports, being so individualized, uh, the best competition that I could play against uh, with with other girls was outside of school, and playing events in the summer and uh, on the weekends. A tour called the American Junior Golf Association, and so once I had some success with that, it was becoming evident that I, you know, might have the opportunity to play in college, and then yeah. you know really work towards that and trying to uh, put myself in a recruitable position. All right. What were some of your mental strategies that led to your success? Because golf is such a mental game. <laughs> Good point. Yes, and I'm, I'm not sure they always led to success. They, you know, yeah, lots of uh, lots of memories, both good and bad. But I think I had um, thinking about playing here at Country Day and being on that team as a ninth grade girl uh, and playing with some uh, very good players who were senior guys um, who were all going on to compete at some level in college. And, and just sort of, you know, I did watch how they uh, took care of business and stayed calm. And you really got to always um, 
have a moment to process the shot that you just hit and what happened. And and sometimes there's feelings with that, but really those feelings don't help you -hmm. perform on the next shot. So, so through trial and error, learning how to give myself that space to, to have that, you know, that feeling or that reaction, but then move on and come back to a very normal, uh, balanced approach and try to put all that effort into the, you know, the shot you haven't hit yet. All right. (laughs) What were some of your favorite parts about competing both collegiately and professionally? I say the people that I got to be around. I, I mean, I enjoy the the thrill of the competition. I enjoy um, you know the challenge of of uh, you know of, of trying to be the best on that particular day or at that particular tournament. That there's there's definitely something very engaging about that. I'm a, I guess a pretty competitive person in that way. And and maybe you know I've always attributed that to being around so many boys playing golf as a young person that that I had to compete, you know, to, to make up for the, the distance that they hit it further yeah. than I did. And, and, uh, and sometimes the, you know, the, the chance that they'd had to play more often than I had, but, mm-hmm. um, really aside from that, you know, aside from that idea of like, Oh, this really, you know, energizes me and I test myself and I am successful sometimes, you know, but not always with golf looking back. What I really value is the, is the time with, with, uh, individual people and mm-hmm. building relationships and, um, you know, staying in touch over the years um, in the ways, you know, that we connected and, and had fun together. And you're a golfer too, right? Uh, yes, ma'am, I okay. am. Okay, all right. Yes. Cool. I want to hear some about that. Okay, definitely. <laughs> so what were some of the big differences between high school golf and collegiate golf? Was it hard to adjust or was it pretty easy adjusting? So back to that, you know, my unique experience of being on a all-boys team in high school and how that helped me compete um, and play, you know, yardages that were – uh, longer, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Further distance from the hole and things like that. That helped me be ready to play in college um, because those longer distances are what the collegiate right. uh, women's players use. So, so that was a benefit. Um, and, and again, just that idea of, of um, you know, just it's, it's golf and each day you don't know what you're going to have yeah. uh, as far as how your body's going to feel. Uh, you know, you're going to get some good bounces or some bad bounces. But, you know, Coach Plyler and my teammates, right, we enjoyed it. But but there was always still that idea that it, this is not what defines you. You know, your success on one given day on a on a, a round of golf does not make you a better person. And you're, you know, if you have a rough day and have a, have a worse score, it doesn't make you a, you know, a poor person that day. So t- kind of learning to separate my identity, um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, who I am as a person a little bit from the results, right. right? And not, not getting too high or too low. Um, tell me a little bit more about what you wanted to hear about my college part with that question. I've, was there a little bit more in there? Yes. How you uh, want me to compare them? So, like, was it, like, rather easy or tough adju- for the adjusting? Mm, just com- the adjustment yeah. part. Um, yeah, I'd say it was it was pretty smooth, and, and it was fun to really be playing around, uh, you know, women all the mm-hmm. time. Um, and and a lot of those a lot of those uh, young ladies, like, at that point, as we were 16, 17, 18 years old, we were competing with each other in the summer, you know, nationwide. Right. So, so I did feel comfortable that I knew a lot of them, but having a whole team of, uh, you know, of all young women that, that was, that felt different, but it felt good. And I, you know, I, I think I was just, um, a little naive to, to worry about that the competition might be more or less. I was really fortunate fall of my freshman year to, to have some success right off the bat and win two tournaments that fall. And, you know, and, and once you get that taste of victory and success, you just, you know, you just kind of keep going with it. Yeah. So how do you like coaching in comparison to 
competing on the golf course. <laughs> it's so much harder. Yeah. I'd rather hit the shots. <laughs> yeah. um, no, but it, it has its own, uh, obviously, its own um, challenges and joys. I mean, I do get really excited when, uh, you know, one of my players has a success, has a breakthrough, yeah. um, figures out something for themselves, you know, this, their smiles, um, you know, in those moments of, of succeeding are, are really what, what keep me going and make me enjoy that part of coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a chance to coach my daughter a little bit as well, and that you know that's kind of tough because you're you're or even my players here at Country Day when you're thinking what I as a coach might try to do in any given situation, but knowing that it's their round of golf, it's their decision to to pick what shot to hit, what club to hit, and um, you know hoping that you've hoping that you've got done enough in practice to kind of uh, guide somebody along to how to make those best choices in the moment. Right. All right. Well, I think that is about it. Thank well, you so wait, much wait, for joining wait, us. Wait, wait, wait. We got to oh. hear about you. We got to okay. hear about your golf. All right. Come on. Tell me something. How did you start to play the game? Um, my dad introduced me about, I'd say, eight or nine years ago. Okay. I was about second grade. About half your age now. Okay, yeah. Give or take. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I just kept sticking with it. I thought it was pretty fun to just go out and have something to do with my dad. And just, Great. just kept sticking with it. And, you know, kind of gets more fun as you get to hit it farther and better. Yes. And just sport keeps me occupied and busy so i love it do you know when the next time you're going to play is uh probably this afternoon excellent all right you're a man after my own heart that's great we'll (laughs) get out there and play well hopefully we can play together sometime yeah all right thank you sure I'm here with freshman Mason Maher. Mason, what are some of your thoughts on the new changes in golf? Um, I would say like the biggest thing is honestly the new clubs. Like, really? I mean, you're going from like the old wooden clubs to now some of the new brands of the Titleist. Titleist, yep. Uh, TaylorMade's new. TaylorMade, Stealth yeah. Stealth drivers. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm more of a fan of the Titleist, but I mean, oh, that just like... Titleist guy? Yeah, definitely. Right. But that, uh, that just gives the players nowadays, like, it hits it further and it gives them that yep. much more of a competitive advantage that we don't Absolutely. see as much in the past. Yeah, I mean, you hit it far, farther, closer to the hole, and get a better, better chance of getting in the hole quicker. So yeah, put it in. Yeah, awesome. I'm here with uh, Philip Pressler, sophomore here at Country Day. Philip, what are some of your opinions on the changes in golf? Well, recently there's been this new club, the the Stealth Two, um, Stealth, Stealth Two, two Woods. Woods by TaylorMade. Yeah, yeah by TaylorMade. Yeah, yeah. Um, you like which them? I've, I know they're they're pretty nice. They yeah. give a little bit of an advantage to yeah. those I, I, those players. Sponsored by Taylor. Yeah, Man. definitely. They're hitting uh, pretty far. They hit. They hit pretty. Oh far, yeah, pretty far. Hitting some bombs. It's, it's really. It's really a fantastic uh, new era of golf that we're coming into. Absolutely. Nowadays, what's what's your personal favorite brand you like to use? You, you know, to pick one. I, re- I really like the Callaways. I think they really Callaways. hit strong. They did. Yeah. Straight. They're that's, the kings of distance. That's the so most say, important. So. Yeah. Yeah. That is most important to my golf game. All right. Personally. Awesome. I'm here with sophomore Stuart Wallace. Stuart, what are some of your thoughts on what is changing in golf and how it is evolving? Um, I think that the new technology within the golf clubs is kind of crazy and how they went from wooden to carbon fiber clubs in probably about less than 100 years. So I think it's pretty cool how that is changing and um, the new golf ball rule where they're going to change the flight time of the golf ball, I think it's pretty cool. All right, awesome. You're listening to First Tee with Baker Weich, a production of the podcast journalism class with Kick at Charlotte Country Day. All right, I'm here with sophomore Hunter Wilkerson. So, Hunter, who introduced you to golf? Uh, That was my dad. He initially wanted me to be a right-handed golfer, but it just wasn't working, so he ended up 
giving me some lefty clubs, and I've been a lefty ever since. Awesome. All right, second question. When did you decide to pursue golf more? Um, I started to pursue golf a little more when I was sixth grade. Um, started getting some private lessons. At, started keeping your score some? Yeah, keeping my score, playing more with friends, stuff like that. So what were some of your mental strategies because golf is such a mental game? For some mental strategies was just deep breaths. I'm not the best golfer. And so always taking deep breaths, making yeah. sure that I have a good routine. Routines yeah, are really key. Good routine key. is very important. Yeah. yeah, and just so that I can have like just have fun, really. Sounds good. What are some of your favorite parts about golf, whether it's like short game or long game? What's some of your strengths? My strengths? Definitely around the green. Short um, game? Yeah, short game. Uh, chipping, nice. probably my best. Um, irons are pretty good. Like Phil my, Mickelson, that lefty kind of chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my my putting is not good. Driving is all over the place, but that's how it is sometimes. That's how it's it right. is. Um, yeah, it's more of a just fun kind of activity to do now rather than full time. Yeah. All right. Um, so, what is your favorite golf course that you've played? My favorite golf course has to be number four at Pinehurst. Really? Um, yeah, that was. When did you play that? It was. Last year for my birthday. Oh, nice. Um, 16th birthday, so that was fun. Uh, yeah. Played with my friend. Yeah, I did not shoot well. Greens were insanely hard, yeah. but it was really fun. The food was good. So, what is your favorite kind of club or type of shot to hit? Type of shot? Oh, yeah. definitely. Any distance or any specific distance? distance or club out? Oh, just. Flush seven iron really. Um, oh, nice. If you just got like dead straight, dead open, it's just center of the green with a seven iron. It's really feels really good when you hit that. What are some of your courses on your bucket list that you're looking forward to playing? Augusta National. Yeah, TPC. Uh, everyone's. Yeah. TPC Sawgrass. Okay. You like um, you like that uh island green. On island 17? green. Nice. I'm gonna hit two balls. Probably hit two balls in the water. All right. But nice. um, uh, Scottsdale. Okay. Um, any any uh any uh courses like uh Carnoustie or Royal Burkdale or Well Scottsdale's any, over in Scotland. Like um, St. Andrews. St. Andrews. St. Andrews, the whole course. St. Andrews, yeah. yeah. My dad went there with Did he now? With my grandfather. That is fascinating. And my grandfather wow. actually had like there's He's this one hole. Connections. Get over there. He got he got people in high places. He yeah, actually was really. my grandfather was one of those like the people that wore the red coats. At the oh, players, wow. and he actually presented deal. the um, players' um, trophy to uh, who was it? Wait, what year was it? Sixty four. Oh, nineteen sixty four. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was Fred Couples. So nice. that's really he, cool. I think he made the cut of the Masters, right? Yeah, he did make the cut like of the Masters. Rory, that was, that was, JT, it's a good week for him. Yeah, uh, that was really cool. He was like, the oldest to like make the cut, and since he's won the Masters before, obviously he was able to go back. He always he has that right. lifetime. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, no, the Masters was fun to watch as well. Speaking of which, that goes well to my next question. What are your thoughts on uh, the Masters this year, and maybe how like some of the weather affected some of the players' um, play, all that. I mean, it was fun to watch. Fun to just do that during the um, during the Thursday, kind of just 
Yeah. We didn't have school Friday, so just kind of sat on the couch. Just yep. watch that. Um, it was a little annoying. I really wanted Rory to do good. Dude, but, I did too. Um, I picked him to win. Yeah. We all did. And, Maybe next but he year. went five over. Um, yep. not gonna, not Jordan gonna getting... Jordan had a great day went, Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. That was crazy. So did Phil. Um, you think about Rombo. Rombo? Yeah, no, he played really well. He's, he's coming back. He had like a bit of a slump. Yeah, he's, long, he's, but he's on fire this year, though. Yeah. Looking like Scotty Scheffler last um, year. Yeah, Scotty Scheffler had a chance to maybe do it. Like, I, th- I, nah, I thought it was going to I mean, after the, after the first day, it's pretty much downhill for him. Well, yeah, but he was like six. What do you get? Like he was, four or five was, under? He was for four, the, four under the first day and went like his putter was terrible. Yeah, his putter was terrible. If he had made his, his putts, he would have been he would have been up there because um, yep. like Phil Nicholson, he, Phil sixty five on Sunday, sixty five on Sunday, and he ended up getting second. Like yeah. anyone could have done that. Like two well, more birdies, two more birdies, he could have like. And if Rom had messed up, which obviously you don't really do that. Um, yeah, Rom Rom's one of those players that really has no weaknesses. Yeah. Looking ahead, who do you think will be some of the contenders for the majors this season with the PGA Championship being next month and the U.S. Open and British Open not far behind? Um, I definitely think Rory just had a slump. I feel like he's definitely a contender. Which one in particular, if you had to pick one? British Open, definitely. British Open? Yeah, he um, played well last year in that. Yes, he did. And then yeah, so also um, Jordan Spieth. Jordan um, Spieth. I feel like... You think, you think he'll I feel do like, it at the PGA Championship? That'd make him get a get the Grand Slam. Yeah, it would. Um, cool. I feel like he'll really be gunning to get all four. Yep. Um... Any anyone for the U.S. Open? The U.S. Tough conditions. U.S. Open. Ooh. I feel like Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, if he can get his putting in, yeah. he, he's unstoppable. Um, unfortunately, Zao Torres is out for the yeah, season. Yeah, I saw that. But I picked him. Um, what about Cameron Young? Cameron Young came he, out of nowhere during the yeah. Masters. He he's he's really solid, but well, I he, just don't he know. He placed second in the British Open last year. Yeah, he almost won the Dell Match Play a week before Masters too. That's cool. Yeah, I did not um, know that. No, it's all right. Yeah, he's he's, he's a long hitter. I think he'd be a good one for the British Open or U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Any more thoughts on any more contenders or? Um, not really. I mean. Live was kind of an interesting factor Definitely. with the Masters. Um, I, I thought all the Live players would be doing terrible in the Masters, but you see Brooksy and Phil go out and shoot those low numbers. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, I don't really care about Phil. I feel like I, I like him. He's a lefty. He was well, always yeah, like... You, you little lefties got to stick together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess so. But Kepka, I don't really like that much just Why because... Not? Well, just like his mental attitude, really, because yeah. you could see it on Saturday. Bryson DeChambeau. Oh, no, that's just funny. But with his attitude towards, like, when he did bad, he continued to go down. Like, you yeah, could see did. it. Yeah. Um. But also live. I guess it's, like, kind of just an extra hey, competitor. Hey, I mean, it's almost like yeah. the XFL and the NFL type stuff. Definitely. And that just comparison between competition not only is going to bring more people to the game of golf but also just allow for more people to be able to succeed in golf but also not all the players like accepted those offers yeah like Um, who who in particular would you say like tiger um zalatoris yeah i think there was i think rory yeah a lot lot of the big names yeah all the big names got some um but it's just 
the difference I feel between live and PGA is like PGA you kind of have to like win your way on while with live they've been kind of been bought yep. on like with big money so it's like instead of having to win to get your money you're always like you've already set like 150 million for like Kepka or something like that right how would you say like live would you like agree with how lives doing business like they're offering a lot of money to some of those golfers which can be tempting because like that sets their family up for generations but like at the same time you feel like maybe for some of those big time players like tiger might have turned it down because he feels like his legacy might have been you know not the same or forgotten and has went away if he joined live like, yeah um i mean i feel like it's definitely a different type again it's like they're doing that team kind of mm -hmm. format where it's like if one person does bad they can come back which is an interesting thing yeah. but Really, they're also, yeah, I they're feel, doing a little bit of both. But yeah. yeah, I feel like it's just like there's like that there's that tension that yes, like, definitely. Greg Norman had a lived in again invite to the Masters. Yeah. This year. Um, and so just the tension. I mean, it's honestly half of it. I feel like it's publicity. Just trying to get like both of them want golf to do good. It's just the way that um, it's being done is like a little. Yeah. Interesting, like over social media and all like, the kind of like shots at other players. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you, Hunter, for joining us. It's been of interesting course. hearing your perspective on golf and all the way from your game to the pro games. So yes. thanks for coming on. What are some of your thoughts on the new Live Golf Tournament that's going on? Oh, uh, you know, it's an interesting concept. I get where the players benefit from it because, I mean, obviously they have an opportunity to go make even more money. Yeah. But, definitely. I mean, also there's definitely something to be said from a player perspective of missing out on the PGA Tour. Definitely. I mean, that's where it's been for years and missing out on some of those big tournaments. Yeah. Would you say the Live Golf Tournament like sets you up well for events like the Masters this weekend where like it's the best tournament the whole year, but like Live Golf with golfers have only been playing a few tournaments this year? I would say honestly no because I mean, it's just the lack of playing yeah, not and being a lot with of the experience. tour. Yeah. PGA Tour kind of stays on that track with the Masters and yeah. Definitely. Awesome. Great having you on here. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Philip. So what are some of your opinions on the new Live Golf League that's going on? Well, I think it's a really fascinating situation that we have here. I, I think it's great because the PGA players, the top PGA players, uh -huh. your uh, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Your, he's, um, he's a good one. Nice give those types of people room to grow in the PGA Tour and right. stay since with the classics since they're already succeeding right. there. Yeah. But then you also give the opportunities Guys to like those. Bruce Kepka. Yes, to those little Price successful, those less successful right. golfers to go and make a lot of money right. in the live yeah. tour. Live tournaments giving out a lot of money. So I think yeah. for those golfers, success might not be the most important. It might be the money that, that making a living. Well, thank you, Philip. All right, Stuart. As a golf fan, what are your thoughts on the new live tour? Uh, I think it's a good way to get the um, not the best of the best golfers, but. The previous P PGA Tour players that weren't at the top of the top, I think it's good for them to get their name out there and kind of make the money that they deserve. And um, But I think for the top of the top PGA players, I think they should just stay in the PGA because they're doing great. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for listening to The First Tee. I'm your host, Baker Weich. Special thanks to Ms. Harner for joining us in the studio and the students who share their thoughts on the sport. If you enjoy golf like I do, check out our community golf courses. If you are a student in Country Day, talk to Ms. Harner or Mr. Plyler about playing on the scene. This is a production of Charlotte Country Day's podcasting class with Kit, and I'll see you on the golf course.